Hey, you are listening to the Badass Asian Dudes podcast. This is Victor Ong, one of the hosts of this show, and I am super excited to introduce our guest here, uh, Samuel Shin, a former therapist and current men's coach who is helping men who identify as Asian find their sense of self and purpose in their life. I had actually found Sam through another Facebook group. Shout out to Clover uh, from Unconventional Asians. And once I heard he was a former therapist here to help Asian men, I obviously had to had to get him onto this podcast. So I'm excited to introduce our conversation um, about mental health, about emotional intelligence, about um, Asian identity and masculinity. These are all topics that are so very needed in this space. And I really appreciate you for being here, for getting uncomfortable, and for bettering yourself. Before we get into this episode, a quick update on our end. We are getting really close to launching our merch for the Badass Asian Dudes. Uh, We got a good friend to design this badass logo for us and uh, we are excited about getting it onto some awesome shirts and hoodies and a jacket as well. In the meantime, you could sign up for an early subscriber 15% discount on the merch when we drop. That discount will only be available for a limited time, so definitely go and subscribe at badassasiandudes.com slash subscribe. And at the bottom, you'll see a form to enter in your email there. If you haven't already, join the other 1,200 members on our Facebook group at Badass Asian Dudes and introduce yourself there. What does being a Badass Asian Dude mean to you? What does emotional intelligence mean to you? And if you are open and willing, share something vulnerable about yourself that no one else really knows. And lastly, our Emotion Dojo is open. I've mentioned this on a couple episodes before, but you can think of this as an online gym membership for our emotions. We have these physical places to work out our muscles, our physical muscles, but we don't have spaces to exercise our emotional ones, especially for those who identify as Asian men. And we've been running these sessions for almost nine months now, And it's been amazing to see every one of these guys come out of these sessions so much lighter and with confidence and with power. And I am honored to be able to hold this space for others to dive deeper within themselves so they can show up ultimately best for those around us. So you can learn more about that at my site, victorung.com. I am honestly, full transparency, still working out the branding and all the, you know, (laughs) bringing this all together in a way that looks cohesive. Um, But this is something that is so amazing and powerful and, and full of love and compassion and authenticity. And I'm so grateful to be able to provide this space. This is my life's work and my calling and um, very relevant to what we're building here with the Badass Asian Dudes. Definitely check out the Emotion Dojo at victorong.com. All of the links that I mentioned here will be in the description as well. With that, let's get right into the episode with Samuel Shin. All right, Sam. It's good to have you. 
brother. How you doing? How you doing today? Good, man. How you doing? Yeah. Good to be great, here. Great, great. I'm just, you know, I I'm, I always think about like doing intros to these things, or like, <laughs> but uh, this is going to be very conversational, and it's been cool. I'm excited to have you on to get your experience about. Um, Asian masculinity, doing men's work in general, being Asian American, mm-hmm. uh, and, and talking about these deeper things. So I really appreciate you coming on mm-hmm. to the show. For sure, man. This is it's a pleasure to be here. Those topics are, I, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about all that. So, yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> I, to be completely honest, I'm being present for myself and, and am a little tired today too. So I'm just kind of, my body is feeling physically feeling a little like tension in the back of my, my, my spinal area, Mm. but, um, Mm. emotionally I am, um, grateful. I Mm. am excited to, Mm. to get into these topics that I think a lot of for me at least growing up as an Asian American man, Mm. not really like heard much about or at Mm. least had the space to explore. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, thank you for taking the time. For sure. Yeah, no, thanks. I'm, uh, yeah, I was saying before we started, yeah, I'm feeling I might be getting sick or something, but you know, when I get on a call and I do the coaching, I I just, I turn on and then like later I'm like, Oh shit. You know? Yeah. So I'm feeling good right now, but I feel uh, that. Yeah. Later. Maybe I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, cool. Uh, for those who uh, don't know you as much, Mm -hmm. um, share a bit about like your, your experience and a lot of like what, what got you here in, in doing this work with, with men and especially with Asian Americans. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a long, long story, but basically I, um, I just got into psychology pretty early, um, studied at an undergrad and then, uh, went to grad school in grad in undergrad. I was like a researcher. I was like a cognitive neuroscience geek. I loved neuroscience. So I was super passionate about it and it wasn't just like, Oh, I'm going to get a degree. It was like, I fucking loved it. I like loved psychology. Um, and so just naturally I wanted to go to grad school. And so I, 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 um, I went to, I got my master's in counseling and it was kind of like an alternative, like holistic program. Uh, they inter integrate Eastern spirituality and Western psychology. Um, so yeah, really grateful for that. And then, um, yeah, that, that just catalyzed a huge journey for me. That was where I got, you know, the education you're talking about with like how to, how to be a human being <laughs> basically, right. but like also be a man and be Asian and all that stuff growing up Asian. I got all that training, not the Asian piece as much, but the, the, the how to, how to human kind of thing uh, in grad school. Uh, so that was, I got lucky. I went to a really good grad school. Um and yeah, picked up spirituality, meditation, did that really intensely for like probably 10 years uh, in as alongside psychology stuff. And um, yeah, the Asian piece is kind of interesting because that was a very Western, that was very like Western 
Sammy. I used to be called Sammy, but like Western Sammy. Um, I grew up very Korean. I had a very traditional family, immigrants, grew up with big Korean community, but I left that around 18 or 19. And then I just started hanging out with white people, just doing academia. Um, but late 20s, I started to be like, oh, okay, like, hey, what's up with, you know, like, where are all the Asian people at? Where's like, you know, so I, uh, I started to, 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 to inquire more into that and get in touch with my roots. And I studied some, some more, um, like traditional styles of Zen and things like that, that kind of got me connected to that, to like my, my ancestry, I think. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's hard to find Asian people in, in this type of work or field. And so, uh, yeah, I, I that. That's that's kind of a separate thing, but um, and then the men's work was kind of a separate thing too, where I just started doing men's work, and I was like, you know, my dad was not very um, a good role model, and so I was looking for ways to work with my masculine masculine energy, my masculinity, being a man, and I found uh, this organization um, called Sacred Sons, and I worked with them and did some trainings. I did all their workshops and it was just amazing what that experience was. Even it's different when you do it with just men. So uh, yeah, I ended up becoming a facilitator, certified uh, facilitator through them. And yeah. So now I'm just kind of weaving all those different pieces together. You know, I'm, I, I'm not a therapist. I was practicing therapy for a while, but I'm not a therapist anymore. And uh, bringing what I've learned from mental health, what I've learned from, from therapy school, what I've learned from meditation, what I've learned doing men's work and just me growing up Asian, all that stuff is like coming together now to support the Asian community. So, um, yeah. I love that. I love that. And I'm, I'd love to dive into each of those areas. For uh, sure. This is something that, you know, really is for some reason, such a missing avenue for mm -hmm. not only Asian Americans, but especially men. And I know I've absorbed a lot of that, um, call it a stigma or call it a, you know, a, a, a way of being that restricted me from really identifying what is it I'm even feeling? And then can mm -hmm. I express that? Can I communicate that to someone without feeling less of a man or or weak mm -hmm. or you know quote-unquote gay right like mm -hmm. all these things that that limited my own expression so i mm -hmm. i i think this is really important work that you're mm -hmm. in and i know that that's held me back in so many other areas of my life that i before would have not noticed or before like what mm -hmm. since someone did emotions or or you know ha have a role in uh, how I perform or, or what I accomplish in my For life. Sure. Right? Um, yeah. So uh, what we, Oh yeah. Did you want to say something about that? Yeah, I can, but, but yeah, you yeah. Can go ahead. It just, okay. I, I agree. I agree. It's, it's like this, uh, um, it's like this thing that's underneath the surface that's affecting every area of our lives. Yeah. Yet we aren't willing to acknowledge that, especially as men, yeah. but living in, patriarchal systems and yeah. capitalistic you know it's like where is the space even calling mental health mental health it's like for me it's really about emotions you know it's like the thoughts come 
from a lot of our beliefs, our emotions, our past experiences, you know. So, so yeah, I, 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 I agree with you, hundred percent, thousand percent, man. That's yeah, yeah. it's it, it's everywhere. It's everything, really. Emotions, yeah. Right, and I'd love to to get into like what what you, your personal experience was with all of that too. Um, but before we do, we like to ask our all of our guests, mm -hmm. what does being a badass Asian dude? mean to you mm -hmm. yeah um it's funny because i kind of know what you guys are going for with that <laughs> but like for <laughs> me it's like i i i like to like i really respect people but also especially men who are really doing the work like when i see a man who's like willing to show up own their shit be vulnerable be authentic, like do healing work, you know, um, be able to take responsibility for their lives. Like that for me is, I have mad respect for men like that, you know, cause, cause they're so few, they're so rare. It's like, be on, it's like, uh, saying be uncommon, being uncommon amongst uncommon men. Right. It's like something like that. It's like, man, that's so uncommon for men to just be doing the work, but men who are really like, uh, uh, like heart centered and like badass, you know, like still, you know, like that, that for me, I, I, I really have so much respect. So I guess it comes down to a respect thing for me. It's like, what kind of men do I respect? It's, it's the men who are, who are like super authentic, super willing to like uh, go against the grain. Cause it takes a lot of courage to do this type of work because like you were saying, it's, it goes against everything that we're taught. It's, you know, as a man, it's like, you're, 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 you're like gay or, you know, quit being a girl. You hear that from a very young age, like you're such a sissy, you don't be a pussy. Yeah. And it's like, is that what, that's what sensitivity is. That's what uh, vulnerability means. That's what, you know, like emotions essentially mean in this culture. So, so I'm like, man, if somebody can, can, can break through that or just like, you know, despite all that show up, I'm like, yeah, like that's, that's the dude that I want to know. That's the dude that I want to, you know, like roll with. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's for me. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like business, making tons of money. That's hard. You know, I'm an entrepreneur right now and I'm like, man, this shit is hard too. It's like, it's really hard to, to, to be successful financially, but, but that's, you know, not as hard to me, <laughs> you know, like if I think about it collectively, that is not as hard than it, than somebody who really knows their emotions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's, yeah. yeah. So, so that's, that's, I respect men who, you know, and of course I want money and all that and stuff too. And, but it's like so many men are rich and unhappy, you know? Right. And in the end, that's not gonna, that's, that's not gonna matter that you're rich. You know, it's the unhappy part that's really gonna, you're going to be like, oh, fuck, <laughs> right. should, I should have done this before. Or like, what do I do now? You know? So, yeah. 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 Thank, thanks for saying that too. I think a lot of what we like to um, at least like encourage, uh, encourage here is just, is a lot of that preventative care mm -hmm. in our, our mental and emotional well being, mm -hmm. right? Like so much of, whatever the, the work is, right? And I'm actually curious to dive into what that means, but also mm. just just 
introspecting and learning about ourselves, um, we don't do so until we hit a point of, you know, something that is tangible. Oh, yeah. I was divorced. I was, right. I got fired. I, yeah. um, all Freaking of a sudden, a lot hit. of weights. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. right. So there's like external circumstances that I think is very natural for humans to mm. um, live about. I, I almost feel like that type of pain is necessary in some way to raise for awareness, sure. right? So a lot of ways this yeah. pandemic was almost a necessity for a lot of people to wake up. Mm-hmm. You know, 100%. really start to take that time for themselves. Um, yeah. And, and it's just interesting because then the next step after waking up is <laughs> like all of the discomfort and overwhelm and, and being lost and not knowing what to do. And, yeah. you know, and yeah, so don't that's tell them that where... part. No, don't tell them that part. That's going to make them. Yeah. <laughs> run yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, that's totally true. It's like just the beginning. Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, and so how, how does that apply to your life in, in that, like, mm. what was, what was your journey actually going into you know, exploring and, and starting to, to do the work. Um, mm. And then if you can identify a little bit of like what the work is for you or what sure. that is. Yeah, that no, was a great, great questions. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I uh, you know, I grew up, I, I, I had a lot of pain. That's definitely what catalyzed it as well. So you're talking about divorce or relationships or jobs and all that, like, you know, crises happening. And that's, that's definitely the case. I see that with a lot of people uh, that bringing them onto to this path. But um, I, yeah, I was in a lot of pain, I think, very confusing childhood, parents, immigrants, uneducated, typical kind of Asian family, uh, lack, not good communication, uh, some physical abuse, just like, you know, ugh, a lot of emotional stuff, you know, like financially, we were okay. Uh, we were lower middle class, but we were okay. Never thought about finances. We never had problems with eating, you know, food. <laughs> like that's, but but it was like the emotional stuff that I never really got from my parents, and uh, I didn't know how to make sense of that. You know, I didn't know what to make of that growing up. Um, I just I was like really unmotivated in school. I got into drugs, hung out with started hanging out with people getting in trouble. Like I, I was just acting out. Um, yeah, I was in a lot of pain, a lot of conflict, inner conflict. And, um, you know, I just, I feel lucky that I got, I loved psychology, like I said. So I took my first psychology class and I was like, whoa, this is, this is different. Like in high school, this was like senior, junior year or something. It's, it's, it's a shitty class. Like the professor, it was my tennis coach that taught it. And I was just like, you know, it's, it, it kind of sucked, but I noticed that it was different. And, uh, and so I just majored in psychology after that and um, kind of had a turning point where I left, kind of left the drugs for the most part and left the, the troubled life. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I was not in touch with any of my emotions, even though yeah, I was like, didn't even know what emotions freaking were like, I was, yeah. Um, 
but again, maybe luck or, or like, uh, bad luck. I don't know, but I, <laughs> I ended up going to this grad school, uh, by chance. Like I heard about this grad school, uh, that's like Buddhist school. So I was in, you know, I was academic. I was very, I was a researcher and, and heard about the school from somebody. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll, I'll go check it out. That sounds good. I was going to get my PhD, um, in clinical psychology, but decided I'm going to get this master's first in like humanistic existential psychology. That's what it was. And, uh, it was a super radical school. Like I, I didn't know, uh, hadn't encountered anything like it, but you know, it was a school that made me, that kind of forced me to understand who I was and, uh, through experience, like you jump in the deep end. And the story I always tell is like, I was, um, you know, in a class, in a group, it was a group dynamics class, um, first semester and sitting in this circle with like, I don't know, 10 other people all training to be counselors. <clears throat> and, uh, and we were supposed to talk about our feelings. There was some reading about it. Like, okay, this is how you talk about your feelings and do I statements and like, and then it was just like, go. So we get into class and it's just like, all right, now we're just going to sit around and talk about our feelings. You can't talk about your thoughts. There's a lot of you can't know this, know this. You could only say, I feel this. And I sat there like freaking out. I was just like, what the f Like, and, and my body was like becoming overwhelmed and I got super anxious. I had a panic attack and it's like, oh my God. But I was like, like through being in that environment for, you know, three and a half years, I mean, I got it pretty quick. I was doing a lot of radical stuff. I was like, some, some of our classes, like you touch, touch other people's hearts and you touch other people's, you do meditations on like the heart and like genital areas. And like, it's like, uh, like learning about basically what it means to be human. That, that was the whole idea of the program. So four levels of being human. We're physical beings. We're, Sexual, I guess five, but sexual, emotional, mental, spiritual. You hear this a lot now. At the time, this was, you know, 15, I don't know, 12 years ago. It was radical for me. And I was like, okay, but it helped me gain a framework to understand myself. So that class with the genitals, it's like, I'm a sexual being. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I never even thought that this was okay. But, you know, this such is the nature of radical kind of westernized spiritual and psychology. You know, it's like that's I got I got like a dose of the Western side of stuff. So so that really benefited me in the end and um, started doing therapy uh, a lot and dove into that like super intensely. Um, and uh, yeah, I was meditating. Um, yeah, just did a lot of different types of that kind of stuff. Meditation, healing work therapy uh like kind of the new age spiritual stuff um yeah this is all in the bay area san francisco um where that's like prolific and yeah it's like the sexual revolution too or the, the you know all that so it was a really radical place and I, I i really i was there for 11 years um and yeah i mean that i'll say that all that inner work or, you know, we'll talk, we can talk about the work, but like therapy and healing and learning about myself really was to get me to a place where um, I could feel somewhat stable. I think the big part for me was feeling emotionally stable enough to like 
live from a place in my life where I can, uh, feel, I guess, feel fulfilled, you know, have fulfilling relationships, have fulfilling career, have fulfill everything. Um, and, and, and yeah, it really gave me the tools to, to be able to do that. So I feel, I feel lucky, you know, that I, I, I mean, I dove in, you know, I, I, I did it maximally. Like I am the kind of person that's like a hundred percent, I go in too deep and then I try to learn how to swim, you know, like that seems to be my life. And so, uh, I kind of did it myself, but yeah, I, I feel lucky that I, I, I'm where I'm at now and that I have the tools and that I can now like help people with it. Um, so yeah, does that yeah. answer that part? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I hear that there's a lot of the, um, curiosity in, uh, how to to navigate your your inner world so that you can um, be in a stable place to then flourish in in doing bigger things like outside of us and Mm -hmm. you know living a a, a bigger purpose and i think we can definitely get into the more spiritual side of things as well yeah but like yeah i think because i was going to mention that this is such a it's interesting as i've been on this journey like not Mm -hmm um thinking about these bigger more ethereal things right like oh get the job get the house get the Mm -hmm. car like you know marry a chinese girl like Mm -hmm. you know and 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 then but then not even know how to have sex with her like what the heck like Uh uh, Uh uh (laughs) yeah uh, so anyway all these like things to to um create a, a physical security but there wasn't as much of this um, mm. emotional security, right? Yeah, this resiliency, totally. this stability, and right. um, yeah. And so what I hear was that you know there was a lot of what you were building in in you know, uh, especially in context of all the pain that you were mentioning mm-hmm. before, because that was a question that was coming up was like, what do you feel like you were seeking? Uh-huh. you know by doing this work what what was the work for yeah. you know yeah for me uh, it's uh i always so even before psychology i always wanted to be myself i don't know why that was the like anthem of my life and growing up that's what i hated my parents for it was like like i just want to be like why don't you understand me like i kind of deep down knew who I was, but like, I wasn't seen. So I, that created a lot of pain, a lot of, but like my whole life was about like, I need to be myself and like, and I I have to, like, I didn't, I didn't have a choice. Like it was, it was interesting. And so I never thought about, you know, and there's like reasons why my upbringing and all this stuff, but like, I never thought about money. I never thought about like, uh, uh, my, my whole mission and what I always talk to my friends about is like, yeah, just like, what are you passionate about? Like, what do you love? Like, you know, looking around at all my peers in school, I was like, why does nobody really care about what they're learning? And I'm like, yeah. you know, but like my mission was always like learn about who I am and, and be that in the world and express it. So, so that's really, I think what drew me to psychology in the end was like, yeah, how can I, how 
actually first it was what's wrong with me i think that's kind of how we always start off on this journey it's like fuck what the fuck is wrong with me i need to change myself i need to fix myself so i use psychology to try to do that but after a while it was like oh okay like i did did, it's not that there's anything wrong with me i just like wasn't expressing myself i wasn't expressing my emotions i was suppressing i was my family you know all these different things came up that it's like it wasn't there's nothing wrong with me so um yeah so i i yeah i the journey of the self that's really what i look at it as and you know i think deep down there's probably just some i don't know where it came from but it was like i knew that this is what's most important in life you know like like in the end it's it's more important to to have lived your life in a way that you feel complete whole fulfilled you know like authentic um and yeah in some ways it might just be because i'm I'm, i like to be the what do you call it the black sheep or like the the person who does the opposite so it's like this whole culture is about right you know commercial stuff and materials and i was like no this is wrong it's like this is not the road to happiness so um so yeah, I don't really know what what it was in the end that that kind of was the through line, except for that you know my whole life that was kind of carrying me, and uh, yeah, I mean it, it it was rough, dude. Like you're talking about the 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 shit yeah. that comes up, dude. It was dark. There was a, my life was fucking dark as hell. Like I wouldn't wish it on anybody, you know. I would not, but like I know what's on the other side. And so I don't know if I just cut out there, but yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want that for anybody, you know, and, and I know that in the end, that's what's going to be most rewarding. Um, you know, and I've worked with people, uh, I worked in hospice. I worked with people who, who, who lost their family members. So I actually literally worked with people who died and still I can hold my truth like firmly that this is the most fucking important thing. It only affirmed it, you know, like so many people die and they're like, Oh fuck. And they have terrible deaths. Some people have this really beautiful death, like, and they didn't live their life authentically, but somehow at the very end, it's just like, Oh, like things open up and like, they clear up all their karma. It's really interesting. But some people also, also struggle and, uh, they really, yeah. You know, all the shit that they didn't deal with in their life catches up with them. And and so, you know, I kind of knew that. And I think we all kind of know that, to be honest. I really love that you are coming from this place where, you know, you've had you've had this work with you've been working with other people in your ther- therapy practice and you did the the men's work and all this and and, um, you know, so much to to go into, too. I because I, I joined my own men's group and that was a whole experience for me, like getting really uncomfortable, but I did want to like explore the, the purpose side of things and, and spirituality and in that, as I know that that's a lot of work that you, that you want to focus on as well. And, um, and, and because a lot of what I'm hearing too in this work uh, for myself is that, you know, a lot of the, the toxic side of masculinity 
again, masculinity is not the toxic thing. It's this, the environment that creates a toxicity is a lack of purpose. It's a lack of, of, you know, living towards something bigger than yourself or, or, um, having a sense of value in that way. Right. I know that that's what created a lot of my own toxicity. Um, you know, just living willy nilly, just expecting life to just happen for me and to me, you know, and it's been, yeah. So for me, it's been interesting to like, you know, to, to do things with more intentionality. Of course, there's so, so many other things that go into that, but, um, what, what, what is, I guess like, yeah, what, what are you working on towards that? Cause I know that now you're, you know, finding this accumulation of, of your life and all the work that you've done, all the training you've done, and now exploring and helping others find their own sense of purpose. Like, yeah, maybe just tell us more about how you might go about facilitating that process. Because <laughs> yeah, so that's a um, big question, but yeah. That is a big question. <laughs> um, you know, and I think the starting point is always to do the work. I guess I didn't say what the work is, but it's like starting to investigate who you are, you know, because because that's, the, you know, the whole toxic thing, the whole not living. It's, it all comes down to not knowing who you are, not having access to your self, your authenticity, your your truth, your your emotions, your, uh, uh, you know, and so you're living a lot of people are living their lives without listening to that, without being aware of that. And that thing may be like giving you signals and telling you this and that, but like you're not able to even hear it. You're not even able to listen to it, but it comes up, right? In these little symptoms that we call mental illness or, or, or like some physical ailment or something yeah. happens, you know, like that's your fucking, that's your psyche. That's like your soul saying, hey, like you're off here, like something's not right, you know? And so, so that's, uh, yeah, it, it's so interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, for a lot of men, especially in Asian men, I think like it's even doubly like difficult because yeah. not only are we men in the society that tells us, you know, don't, don't like, feel your emotion, don't have emotions or, or, you know, just like man up and just, you know, be successful and don't, you know, like all, like there's a lot of shoulds for men on top of that being Asian is like, Oh, what? like your parents, you're invite, you know, it's like you're, you're, you're in a little smaller box, you know, and even more emotionally suppressed, even more like just make money, just do think these, you know, fucking doctor lawyer, whatever. Right. So it's like, man, Asian men. So, so just thinking about that, I'm like, it, I guess there's no way to, you know, you don't get there until you get there. Like you were saying, like something happens in your life and then you kind of wake up. Um, maybe it's this pandemic too, but yeah, it, it really starts with like starting to wonder, sorry, starting to investigate, starting to be curious and starting to actually like, um, this is a big actually caring about yourself enough to want something better for your life, to want something better for you, 
You know, if you have family or kids, like, yeah, sure, make sure they're taken care of, right? Make sure you can work something out, maybe with your mind, but, but like start doing this work. Trust me, they're going to be so much happier. <laughs> You're going to be happier. Your family's going to be happier. It's like I was doing this, these, going to these retreats, right? These men's retreats. Like probably like 25% of the men there, there was like 250 men at this retreat that I went to last year, maybe a couple of years ago. Like 25% of them, it's like their girlfriends tell them to go. Like, right, you need right, this. Right. They saw it on Instagram. They saw this group on social media okay. and saw these men crying, like all these emotional relief. They're like, you need to go. The guy's like, what are you talking about? And like, the girlfriend's like, fucking go. I'm going to pay for you. And and uh, these guys come to these retreats and they're like, oh, my girlfriend made me. At the beginning, they're like, you know. Like, and, but then by the end, they're just like so open and relaxed and fluid, like their emotions, they're, they're just free. And they're like, man, my girlfriend's going to be so happy. I'm like, oh, and that just hits, hits me here, you know, hits me in the heart. I'm like, wow, that's, and that, I feel that too. When I see men who show up, I'm like, oh yes, you know, like the, the men's group and you know, you know how it is. Like there's something so nourishing about being in circles with other men who open up. And it, it releases something in us too. It's just like, oh man, it gives us permission, but it just it, it it's it's like this this resource that we just haven't had in our lives. And and yeah. so um yeah, I forgot what your question was, but but yeah, so I guess purpose, right? So purpose purpose is a feeling uh it, it it's related to all that because once you start doing that, <clears throat> you you live, your life changes who you are changes, right? Uh, you're the people you want to hang out with changes the way, the ways that you treat people, the ways that you're treated change. Like when you change your relationship to yourself, to your emotions, to these thoughts, these beliefs, these like negative experiences that might've happened to you, when you transform that your life changes, your life transforms as well. So, you know, this whole idea of purpose, it's like, yeah, it purpose. We think of purpose as it's like concrete one dimensional thing when it's really like 5d it's like it's your it's who you are and and you can create your life and as you start to to heal and change and grow and like become more self-aware your life will also follow suit you know like it just it's just how it is i mean anybody and everybody knows this you've gone through a deep transformation on some level right some insight you've had it changes your life right it's even like working out right like you work out you get bigger it's like oh you get more confident you know you feel more testosterone in your body you're like you're able to talk to women or you just you talk more confidently in the conference room whatever it is right like you change something in your life it changes other areas and emotions are are are, are like we said and it, they have a role to play in everything you know relationships career literally everything so change your emotions you change your life you know so yeah that's uh that's, I guess, breaking down purpose a little bit. And um, yeah, I mean, take action for sure. Like create your life right. and take action and, and, and follow the systems and learn the systems that you need to uh, be successful in whatever craft you want to do. But, but yeah, doing the inner work is really going to help you get you, get you there. Yeah. And I love that because I, you know, obviously biased because of experiencing it for myself of the importance of all this but like it is the 
it is something I, I didn't recognize before, you know, and, mm -hmm. and um, uh, what I wanted to also say was that a lot of this talk about purpose or all these like bigger mm -hmm. things, you know, living our best life and showing up the best for our other like friends and family and all these things like can't be done if we're still having some you know insecurity internally mm -hmm. right uh, uh unawareness of our emotions or mm -hmm. uh how how we're how we're living about our, our life um mm -hmm. what kind of ripple effects that has you know mm -hmm. if we're not even aware of that we're, we're not going to be able to make changes um and mm -hmm. and i know that that's shown up for me subconsciously where i've regrettably um hurt a lot of people around me my mm -hmm. you know ex-girlfriends and mm -hmm. um friends where i was not able to like own up my emotions you mm -hmm. know not even even mm -hmm. able to identify it sometimes for sure. and then and then like being in like conflict even within myself and we all know that that's not attractive as a as a person yeah. when they're like they don't know what they want right and yeah. and it it comes from have awareness of emotions and that's what it starts mm. with um mm. so i really appreciate that because that, that is that foundation to then it's a building block to then start exploring our purpose and mm. you know we need that like foundation here so mm -hmm. I guess like having all that said, like, how do you go about helping people with that then? I know that you're, you know, you, you said you're not a therapist anymore, but you're transitioning into uh, more coaching, right? And, mm -hmm. and group work. What, mm -hmm. Maybe tell us about like what, what you plan to do to like address this for, for people. Yeah. You know, I feel a responsibility actually. Um, yeah. to like bring this to the Asian community, you know, it's like, man, like, yeah, most people are not educated around this, but especially Asian folks. And so, you know, it's like, how can I, yeah, how can I make this translatable? How can I make it accessible, understandable? That's kind of one of my missions right now. Um, and hold space because it's like yeah i fucking get it you know like this is yeah this is hard and and growing up with asian families asian immigrant parents it's like whoa you know <laughs> that's they not talked about in mental health enough. yeah they never held that right. space they never had that space held for them you know so and so on yeah. like just generations of that so like i i really feel like called to do that um I guess, I guess, uh, yeah, um, I see a lot of resiliency in the Asian community as well. So, you know, like Asian hustle network, right? It's like, damn, these, there's, there, there are in this group, badass people, badass Asians all over. So it's like allowing, um, how do I say this? Cause not everybody is, wants to like be like me not everybody wants to like yeah. dive into the deepest 
core of their being to like get enlightened or you know like that's not what people want people just want more of a more fulfillment more ease more you know so it's like um going from i i think it's like polishing a rock maybe so it's like if you're a rock you're kind of you know you just might need a little bit of polishing you know but you know to polish rock you got to go through the tumbler I don't know if you know anything about that. I don't know too much about it, but like but you put like this just jagged kind of like ugly rock and you could put it in a rock tumbler and you just like spin this little, little thing and like it just smooths it out. So I think a lot of Asian folks, you know, it's like they're doing amazing stuff and they're pretty solid. I mean, there are a lot of Asian people suffering and really having a hard time with mental health too. So, um, but yeah, it's like just this one area you know, these emotions and I, I don't mean that in a light way. It's, it's a big deal, but like, but helping that become easier, you know, and uh, more navigable and just like, um, yeah, I really, I really want to want to help with that. And, you know, like the big, there's a lot of different avenues, like you were saying, that that emotions touch right like uh, relationships or or career you know family i really i really for me purpose that word i hate using that word because it's like what does that even mean right but like purpose has always been my thing it's like i want to live my life in total alignment with who i am i have to first discover so that's uh something that i really I, i was working on that before before i switched to the asian population but now that i've switched i'm like okay i'm, I'm, I'm going to start that up again and like kind of revamp it for asian asian men especially um so because yeah that's that feels that feels like a transition that's happening I and mean, not I, I was doing this before covid but now that covid's happening it's like so many people are trying to figure out what to do next like they have this time they're they're they have this freedom maybe working remotely or they they, they realize they don't even want to work that their job their previous job and realize how unhappy and unfulfilling it actually was and they were burnt out and like now they're like feeling much like more freedom and relaxation in their body and they realize how valuable valuable that is so so i'm like okay this is this is out there and i can really help men do this transition and uh navigate it and also really get the tools to navigate it you know like long term because this is a it's a long journey purpose and so uh, yeah, I think that's probably, that's where things are headed, you know? So love that. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. And that's why I've been excited to to have you on here and to, to be this resource for people, because mm-hmm. I, I do see that there is, especially now with COVID and everything that, that there is a, um, a, a, more of an awareness of a need around this now. Right. And right. people are becoming conscious about mental health as a just as a overall health and that it's mm-hmm. not a mental illness it's not like there's anything mm-hmm. wrong with you to prioritize your mental health it's just part yeah. of your health in general it's just like maintaining your physical health right mm-hmm. and 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 that's mm-hmm. important for us to show up best for ultimately for the people around us for the ones we love and care about and mm-hmm. And so there is a yeah. need for that. And I think it's just like, how do you make it translatable or accessible or relevant? And I love that that's what part of your mission too, because uh, there, are all, there are these like bigger 
especially like in psychology and spirituality, maybe these things that are hard to connect with, right? Mm-hmm. And then to like bring that back down to the to the people, you know, like mm-hmm. translating mm-hmm. that in a way that allows us to to relate and, and apply it for our life. I think that's going to be super helpful yeah. because again, we see the need. I think it's just now like, how do we do it? Or like, how, mm. like, what can we do um, mm-hmm. to, to, you know, maintain our mental health and well-being? So yeah, yes, totally. I love, love this conversation. And I, I wanted to keep this short. We're coming up on the hour here. We could totally mm. keep going into this stuff, yeah, totally. but um, for, for someone who is listening, then like, what would you share as, um, you know, based on all what we've talked about here, you know, what, what is something that can take away, you know, for them to, um, at least just at least take a step towards prioritizing their mental health or, or, mm-hmm. um, you know, or, or tapping into their emotions or what that might look like? Like, what would you kind of suggest as a good starting point? Mm. That's a good question. Um, hmm. I, you know, yeah, I, I feel the roadblock. I feel the roadblock of this culture, Asian culture, patriarchy, all this stuff that, that capital, all this, all the stuff that's like, that, that makes mental illness, like you were saying, something bad and wrong, yeah. like something's wrong with you. And people can't get over that hump to like, realize that like you or like me, like it's just part of life. Like we all have these issues and uh, it's, 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 um, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong. That's actually why I left the mental health space and therapy was because like, whoa, I was working in residential treatment centers with teens at one point. And, uh, you know, these are kids who want to kill themselves. These are kids who are addicted to substances. These are kids who like eating just like really like last, like last, last resort shit. Their parents forced them to go there. I'm like, oh man, this is going to be rough. These kids are, you know, and, and yeah, they're, they're suffering and they're in pain. But man, when I saw these kids, I was like, damn, these kids are amazing. These are like some of the most creative, bright, like psych. I mean, not all of them, but like a lot of them are like the, the outcasts of society because like yeah. they, they are different. And why? Because they're, you know, queer or gay or just like psychologically minded. They're like really creative and artistic and, you know, sure they've gone through a lot, but it's like, we're, we're backwards here. Like, you know, like we're backwards. Um, in our society by thinking that because somebody is emotional, some, because somebody is depressed, because somebody's anxious, there's something wrong with them and that they, they, they need to go to a doctor or they need, you know, and it's like, you know, it's for, I don't know how to make this jump, but for me, it's the opposite. It's like every single person I've worked with who has anxiety, depression, whatever. It's like when we start talking about it, when we start diving into it, when we start like, when I start getting to know them, I'm like, whoa, like this person is amazing. And like, whatever they thought was wrong is actually a doorway into something deeper, more truer, more creative, more alive, more like beautiful about this human being that they've mm. had to shut down, you know, like that they've had to push aside because they 
were told it was bad or wrong or, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, you know what I mean? Like it's, it, yeah, th- there's no, there's no stigma for me. It's actually the opposite. It's actually that like, whatever, going back to the metaphor about the symptoms, right? So like something is off and your body, your like something in your emotions, something in your psyche is going to let you know. So you're not living, listening to yourself. You're not living, honoring some parts of your emotions that you need to, to, to like, you know, like, yeah. So, yeah. So like, so trusting that. And, um, I, I, I know that it's, hard to to just take what i say probably and be like oh i accept myself and there's nothing wrong but like you know just just hopefully this starts to kind of like right you know trickle in and i would even say to listeners like hey don't even think about it too much it's just like feel what i'm saying you know like feel it right right and like because it's it's i'm sure it's touching somebody touching somebody out there and being like oh okay and whatever it's touching that's what's important to start listening to um, that's deep underneath all that, those conditioned thoughts and messages, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. No, love that. I heard, yeah, I heard a few takeaways and, um, you know, first it's really, uh, uh, letting go of the, the judgments that we might have or that judgments that might've been projected onto us you know, through us, right, of um, other people with mental illnesses or conditions. Um, And then can I say this? Yeah, 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 sure. What's coming up is like a final thing. I appreciate I I, I wanted to hear what you were saying. But this this comes up, this keeps coming up, which is, you know, you have have a tech background, there might be people here who have tech background. Think of it, I, I really think of the psyche and like our emotions or mind, everything as like a system. And that's li- literally how I learned it. It's called psychodynamics. So it's like a dynamic energetic system. So the way I look at it is really like a car. It's like, I feel like I'm a mechanic sometimes because it's like I give, I can see where things are off. So the reason, but the reason why I bring that up is because like the things that happen to, to us, to you, to whomever, that are creating these imbalances that are creating these uh, symptoms or creating these things in our lives that, that we're like, what the fuck is wrong here? It's because something is off, but usually it's, it's, it's not like you're wrong. You know, it's not like there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with the system. Right. So you can even look at it from a little bit of an impersonal perspective, but it's, easier said than done because you're diving into emotions, you're diving into your child, you're diving into these experiences. So it brings stuff up and it's hard, but the bottom line, I mean, I can have this perspective because I've been in this so long and I can look at it from a little bit of a distance from all the experience and everything, but like it it really is just something is off. What can you do to tweak it? What can you do to get it right? But the answer is not like more working out or, I mean, maybe for some people or like, you know, using some external thing, it's like diving in, getting in there, you know, switching out this pipe or switching out this, you know, looking at these beliefs, looking where they come from and like switching them with a more positive belief or, you know, like dealing with the trauma that you didn't deal with when you were, you know, Mm -hmm. that happened when you were younger or, you know, like that, whatever is in your system that is causing these imbalances that are causing these Mm -hmm. symptoms 
like that's all you're doing is working that shit out you know so yeah, that's super cool mm-hmm. analogy yeah and you know because you know i'm not a mechanic but there's obviously many things that affect each other in in how a car works right and so for sure really looking at like replacing that piece or that part that will function better and that will have a ripple effect about the whole performance exactly so yeah you know the same with software same with computers you know okay um yeah so that's super cool and and um again i guess what i hear more of this takeaway too is you know identifying what that part is you know mm-hmm. using using your emotions as an antenna uh as a, as another source of data for yourself to mm-hmm. to understand you know your behaviors understand your uh, impact on the people around you understand your own performance mm-hmm. in work mm-hmm. your own productivity right what is yeah what is that like part that you can mm-hmm. um get become curious about and yeah. and then at the same time releasing the judgment you might have with other people about doing the work about mm-hmm. about exploring themselves right i know for myself that that's advice that i would take for myself too is i grew up with a lot of judgments about other people and that's mm-hmm. what created the resistance for me to do mm-hmm. my own work you know <laughs> and so yeah. So it sounds really, really detaching that. And I think that that sounds like what I hear from what you were saying is, is a good first step or kind of good takeaway um, for, for us here is mm. just becoming curious. Yeah. yeah. Becoming curious. Yeah. And, and yeah, just being like, okay. Yeah. It's, it's hard. The conditioning is, is, is really hard. You know, it's there. Like I, I, you know, just to just to reach out for help, even just to acknowledge that okay. there might be something that's off. But you know, going back to the very beginning, it's like being badass. Be, it's a strength to want to have a better life, to right. want to right. do something better for yourself. And the ways to do that is you have to address it. You do. You have to address these things. And deep down, we all know it. I, I'm 100% sure that like deep down, we all know what is what the thing is, yeah. you know, that we need yeah. to address. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> but we're just not willing to admit it. We're not willing to, you know, like I, I find that so fascinating that so many people aren't doing the work, yeah. but yet you get them to start talking. I don't have to, pr- I don't even have to pry. It's just like, it just comes out. And it's because it's, it's, it's because deep down everybody wants, you all want, freedom you all want to 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 feel whole you all want to you know we all want that and when we're not feeling that um it 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 really gets us down it really causes a lot of this it's like we we know it we know what it is because everything in our lives kind of depends on it really so yeah um yeah yeah anyways thanks yeah this was great man yeah for sure um I, I will also make a plug for you, like a good next, a good first step for anybody who is curious is really finding that space to explore yourself and, and especially in, in the group of, of other men, especially other Asian identifying men. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I know you have your own group and you're facilitating 
uh, a, a men's group for that. Uh, you want to share how, how people can can reach out and, and connect with sure. that? Sure. Yeah, the the men's group I run, it's for Asians, like you said. And yeah, that happens the first and third Wednesdays of every month. Um, and yeah, you can find out everything from my Instagram. So uh, at the Asian coach um, and just in the links there, I don't have a website yet, but um, yeah, that's really just to have a place to connect, come share a little bit of what's real for you or a lot if you want. Um, it's just checking in, just being like, Hey, you know, what's going on for, for me is this, and I could use support around this and, and just sharing it. It's not like anybody's going to change or fix or shame. It's just like, just getting it out there and having other people hear it. It, it, it shifts something, you know, it makes you feel more relief. So, so that's what I would say about, about that. And then, um, yeah. And then I do have a, a, a private Facebook group that I just started. I don't know how long it's going to take to get it really going, but I, that's the, that's the mission to translate mental health. It's like, I want mental health to, to really for the Asian community um, to work. So uh, yeah, that's Asians healing and making an impact. And uh, that's all on my Instagram. And, and yeah, and then some group awesome. coaching courses coming up, but uh, I'm, I'm not really ready to, to launch them yet. So, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I love that you're in this work. And, and again, it's such a needed thing. I know I w- would have like loved this growing up or maybe totally. not have loved it, but I totally would have needed it for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but- Um, so so yeah uh, i really appreciate you at least even just offering this space and and knowing that Mm -hmm. that's a resource for people so um Mm -hmm. i'll share all the links in the description and thank you for coming on here man Mm -hmm. it's it's been such a cool exploration of, of getting to know your story behind all this too so yeah yeah totally man i mean happy to share and um yeah I, I i felt like there were a lot of times where it was like whoa there's a lot of offshoots here but but uh yeah you you kept kept it kept it hunkered down it was good i felt like uh was, we talked about a lot of good stuff there so yeah i appreciate you having me on